Hey guys, it's Carly. Welcome back to my podcast, One Woman Gig. I am so excited for today's topic. I think it's super, super important. And I'm here today with a guest to be talking about a dance do, which is branding, something super important. So please help me welcome my guest, Chantel. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, doing as well as I can at this point in time. Uh but yeah but can't complain there <laughs> can't you go complain. yeah have my health yes oh thank god for that you gotta, right gotta so outside outside of that the you know yeah okay did you did you get some sun today you went outside for a minute i did it was gorgeous outside um i walked to the water and you know kind of walked along the west side highway park and it was cool it's cool. A little moment in the heights. There you go. A little stroll through the heights today. A little, a little stroll, a little five, six, seven, eight stroll. There you go. Good. Right. Very, very good. All right. Well, I thank you so much for joining me today with this topic. And I figured you would be the most ideal person to have this conversation with in regards to dancers, in regards to branding because you do like social and digital like strategic like things as like <laughs> like, the, like the things you do the things you do the, the things, things. The yeah things. can you can you reiterate because i feel like that was not that didn't do you justice please please, <laughs> please reiterate that um <laughs> yeah i mean so i am a marketer uh who has now experience in the industry for <sighs> well, getting old. Um, oh, I know. But like old, pe- but old people would be like, "Girl, bye." Um, <laughs> you know, been working in the the advertising space for about eight years, um, with most of that experience being directly in uh, social media and digital marketing uh, driven work. So yeah, I just marketing understanding of branding is kind of my thing even from down to schooling like went to school at NYU for business and majored in marketing and and digital strategy and things of that nature so it's been a thing I've been interested for a while at this stage in the game yeah that's the things you do the things see you those do are the things the things the things those are the things I do for money <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> um, <laughs> so for you um you're I met you I'm trying to think how long when did I meet you it's been I feel like a couple years ago maybe like I'm not even sure I don't I'm not sure either but let's just say I think it's been at least three we're gonna say three um and I find you as like um an amazing dancer you are so so talented you are a like seriously just an amazing mover um, and I know you have a background with dance. So for you, how long have you been dancing, like, career-wise or, like, quote-unquote, in the industry? How, how long has that been for you? Uh, very short in the grand scheme of, I would say, the average dancer in the space, um, especially given my age, right? Um, so She's 12, I, guys. She is 12. No, I'm kidding. 12 years old. No. <laughs> um, so I've only been dancing professionally or been, you know, in the industry uh, space or stratosphere for, I would say, the last approximately two to three years. Wow. Um, yeah. And then really, like, I feel like really strongly, too. I, I feel like three years ago is when I first had a uh like 
a moment where I was beginning to consider taking that on. But before that, you know, I've been dancing for most of my life at this point. But, you know, not until very recently did I decide to push into the professional space. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Unlike so, most dancers, I'm working backwards here. Hey, listen, <laughs> there's no such thing as like, like, it's okay. Like, it's it's not. You're you're not backwards. And if you are, then I approve of this message because you're you're not backwards, you're but you know, reverse engineering there, the, okay, the typical okay. process. Yeah. Yeah. But that's hey, that's fine. Five, six, seven, eight. It's fine. We're okay with it. I'm okay with it because you're, again, you're super talented, and and I'm glad that you're you're exploring your options of uh, stepping into the dance industry because you're you deserve everything that you do that you put your 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 mind to, and you're just again super super talented. So I approve of your your talent, your talent. Um, so for you with um, and again, this is why I really want to have this conversation with you. For you, um, having stepped into the dance industry and even just being knowledgeable of dance prior to it being like a, a conquering thing that you're doing, um, how would you say, like, why is branding important to the dance industry? Like, what do you classify as branding? Like, what, is, what does that mean uh, for, for dancers? That is such a... Um... It's a large question to tackle uh, in my mind for me, just based on ugh, just based on so many things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if we if we look at what branding is, just in general, from a overall definition standpoint, it's really like how to sell and package a product, right? Like that is right. the definition of a brand, and right. when you look. at at the the dance industry i mean really that's that's from a commercial standpoint right let's start there from a commercial dance industry standpoint um you know it is a big thing and it's become even more of a thing now because of social media right um and and what i would say is it is important however um I think we're also in a space and time now where people, I feel like people are, are taking the branding thing. Uh, I don't even know how you, how to I the extreme. This. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like you're, it's like, I understand. It's like branding has always been a piece of the dance industry, you know, for years, right? right? Like everything's based off of a look or a style or whatever. Like that's how, at the end of the day, that's how choreographers are picking people. That's how casting agents are picking people. If they're like, we need a girl who's 5'4 and dark skin and has big curly hair, then like at the end of the day, like I'm going to be a candidate for that just based on my look right right and then it might be down to personality they might be like well we need a bubbly person or we need a this person to fit the commercial so it's always been a part of it but i think now um with social media and, and even outside of dance it's like everybody's like i'm a brand i'm a brand and i'm a brand and i know all the things about branding and it's like hmm are you though have you actually built a brand and i think there's a difference between branding yourself as a dancer to function um in the 
in the industry and get booked for things versus like positioning yourself as a brand. Um, oh wow, yeah. Hmm. It's so yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a. I feel like it's definitely necessary, but I also feel like the way in which people are approaching it or even discussing it in today and age is kind of like overwhelming to a sense and I think people make it a bit more complex and put a lot more um into it than they need or have to okay I think that's kind of where I'm at with branding and dance okay generally generally which we can dig way deeper into that yeah yeah (laughs) so I mean like so for you it's almost like an exaggerated type of concept where it's like of course it's inevitable like you said like we there's a certain sense and aspect of quote-unquote branding for for literally everybody like you said you're selling something what are you selling as a dancer obviously it's like okay I'm selling my 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 moves is it more so like you feel like social media is playing a part where more so it's like okay your Instagram is like a visual resume like is it is it more so yeah like yeah basically what I just said is it more more so where it's like okay if I've never met you before and I went to your Instagram can I get a sense of Chantel can I get a sense of like okay well she seems cool she's fly she's got really big curly hair she's got she's got she's five five she's got that dark skin okay cool like I can you connect with with the dancer through their social media is it more just like a visual resume of like all right I dance with this person I've done this like what are I don't know I'm now I'm I'm talking circles a little bit I'm getting too excited um right (laughs) well yeah so I would say well I would say as for the for for Instagram specifically like when it comes to you know branding as a dancer right like I think one we should break down like what does that mean and like what does that mean for dancers and and what does that mean in concept and then what does that mean actually in practice Hmm. right and and to me in concept it means one knowing you know who you are as a dancer and showcasing that um whether you have a specific style whether you have um or whether you do specific certain dance styles or whatever it may be and then the, the other piece of that is kind of like what is your look like and and that's something that dancers since the beginning of time have always had to figure out and nail and i would say knowing a lot of dancers in the industry um who've been at it way longer than i have it's something that people struggle to figure out like Mm. what is the look that works for me like what is a look that you know like stylistically in terms of clothes or whatever if it's my body or hair or and i mean this plays even more so for women than men like men still have to have that figured out as well but like it's it's easier for them i would say yeah and i mean like guys can hop on here and disagree with me but i would say for women there's just way more to figure out and there's way more options right like between the hair between the makeup between the clothing between the this between this bat and knowing your body and and um all that kind of stuff so I feel like there's the one who are you as a dancer and then how does that translate into um your look and the things that you do um and how you present yourself to the world so in brand like that's the branding and concept and like that's going to translate to your headshots and Mm -hmm. that's going to translate to how you show up um in classrooms or how you show up to auditions and and all of those things and then the other piece of it is like 
so that's like translating into practice but then the other piece of it now that we um exist in this age of social media is making sure that your online presence um represents you know whatever your brand is or whatever you have decided um that is because at the end of the day the reality of it is that everyone gets Googled first and everyone mm. and now casting directors, um, a lot of castings, especially for commercials, people are asking for your Instagrams. Right. Um, for people to be able to look through part of it is for people to see how many followers you have, because sometimes that matters, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, when you're talking about commercials and like marketing sense, because as a marketer, what I understand that they're trying to do in a lot of those scenarios mm-hmm. is essentially um, just get free earned marketing, right? Like if me, you ah. and and the rest of the dancers on on the set all have like 10,000 plus followers, but we're getting contracted <clears throat> to do a commercial and there's no additional like anything in the contract uh, for posting or like there's no influencer part to the contract where you're getting where you're getting money to distribute this branded content on your channels right because an influencer they would have to pay them right Right. somebody with a hundred thousand followers that brand is paying that person to be in the commercial and then they're also paying them to post a certain amount of content to promote the campaign right whereas like a lot of times with dancers even the ones with followers or a good amount of followers whether they're you know at ten thousand or a hundred thousand it's like oh you're getting booked for this commercial which is great dancers excited to get booked for the commercial the dancers very excited um you know to have this gig and then they're all they're going to be equally excited when it comes out to put it on their instagram right for free yeah for free of charge right so a lot of (laughs) a lot of times these casting directors and marketers are are like yeah we're gonna you know sometimes and sometimes they tell you to put your follower i mean if they tell you to put your instagram down they tell you to put your instagram down probably so they can look through it share it whatever right, right. Uh, but a lot of times if they directly also tell you to put your followers down there's probably some rhyme or reason to it and part of it is that that's just a part of their marketing strategy where they're like we want additional earned marketing and at the end of the day we know that all these dancers who book this Nike commercial are going to post about it. Or these people who book this Timbaland commercial, they're going to put, they're going to put all the content from the shoot if they are prominently featured in it on their pages. Oh my god. Because gosh. that's what people do. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> so that's sense. just oh insider hack, right? So when you're yeah. like, oh, they're asking me for my followers again. Yeah, because they're, they're probably going to book some people who have some followers just because they want the free earned marketing. It's distribution, right? Um, the 100,000 oh. followers is not a small amount. And even 10,000 is not a small amount, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're, their campaign gets more eyeballs automatically. And on top of it, in, in certain scenarios, like the person who's in the gig, the target audience for the product might also be that person. True. And that person's community and that person's network. So you're automatically reaching your target audience, you know, for relatively no extra added, oh. you know, cost. <laughs> this is, I'm laughing yeah. because that makes so much sense. And like, right. I'm just, I'm like, I'm shook. But like, that makes so much sense. So why wouldn't they, you know, look right. for things like that? That makes 
so much sense that I was not thinking about ever, like ever. I was like, well, that person has so like, but that like that makes complete sense on the marketer aspect of like literally free publicity for them. They post it. And then like you said, the community. So if their friends are like likely to buy the product, it's like, oh, my gosh, my friend was in the sneaker commercial. Of course, I'm going to go out and buy these new Nikes. Of course, I'm going to go out like that's my girl in that commercial, blah, blah, blah. Or at least it or it's just like I bought even if it's not even if the goal isn't necessarily, you know, purchase the product like the goal from like for a certain thing might just be like eyeballs true like and getting people and and getting a positive reaction and and sentiment like so they're like oh well these people are going to post it and all their friends like the the sentiment's probably going to be positive or yeah whatever may have you whatever the goal is either way they're getting it for free (laughs) um and so that speaks that speaks to right the piece about the visual resume in the sense of why you have to have it because right you have to have it because when you go to castings and stuff people are asking for it people are looking at it yep you have to have it because choreographers now are booking people based on instagrams right like you've you've experienced that yourself where it's like somebody's like yo i need these people right now send me recommendations of who you think and and send me their profiles via instagram yep and now they're looking through your instagram and then they are going to whether there's a next step to it or whether it's a book immediately either way people are being vetted for jobs based on their instagram so you do have to have you know a instagram that does represent you accurately as a dancer and does represent your brand and and functions as a visual resume to an extent and the funny thing is that exists even outside of dance now we're at a point where social media at the end of the day is another medium for you to be able to sell whatever it is you want to sell for me that that might be dance or is dance rather I shouldn't say might be for me it is Mm -hmm. dance it's also for me like anything else that I I have the ability to sell whether that's a skill in being a marketing consultant or a digital strategist or whatever it might have you right Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day it's absolutely necessary to, you know, make sure that your Instagram is set up in a way that's going to serve you because it will be used and it could either work for you or it can work against you. Um, for sure. And and now the whole follower thing that might not be in your control. So that's a whole different separate conversation. Yeah. But the idea but the idea that visually your Instagram you know really is representing you in the way that you want to be represented that's absolutely a must at this stage in the game for sure no for sure i um i remember talking to um a dance friend of mine she's in the industry i don't know if i should say names but she's she's danced for like cardi b she's done a lot and i remember having conversation with her this was like before instagram was like popping popping so i don't know maybe like five six years ago i don't know time's going by really fast But she was saying to come up with like three adjectives that you feel you want to be perceived as as a dancer. Something where you're like, okay, this is going to matter when I do my next uh, headshot, my next photo shoot for a headshot. This is going to matter when I post my next post on Instagram, whatever the case may be. So that when you do post on social media, I always go by like the 12 block rule. So if someone Mm -hmm. who you've never met before, if they go onto your Instagram and they can see the first 12, you know, images or videos on your Instagram, can they gather the sense of like, okay, 
this person is very cute or this person's very bubbly or this person is very like sexy. This person is very whatever, whatever the adjective might be. But I always kept that in mind with having conversation with her, because like you said, at this point, it is absolutely necessary in terms of of uh, the dance industry, whether it's even like agencies, they have to brand themselves, too. They have to market what they what they want, what they're looking for. Choreographers as well. Like it's it's definitely across the board, something that we all, you know, have to do. So, yeah, that's a really good insight um, for you. Um, for you, would you say, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening and I feel like there's a shift within the dance uh, world right now, um, like literally and figuratively, but like, um, <laughs> would you say, would you say it's better to be like in tuned with what's current? So for example, like TikTok, everyone, we're quarantined. There's a lot that we can't do and people are like, TikTok, all these dances, yada, yada, yada. Does it make sense in terms of sticking with the current or is it good to stand out and do something that's like not TikTok? Like, is there a happy balance instead? Like, would it, you know, what what are your thoughts on that in terms of the the stay on brand and just do what everyone else is doing type of thing? Or again, is it a happy balance or? Um, well, so that... <sighs> I mean, so that question has to exist in a very specific context, like, right. So if we're talking about the platforms, did, as a dancer, do you need to be on TikTok? My answer would be a no, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. Like no one is necessarily, first of all, based on what TikTok is, it's like more fun in the moment kind of content creation. Like, yeah. So in theory, if you're concerned about your brand as a dancer or being visible or visibility, it's not necessary for you to be on TikTok. It's not necessary for you to do a bunch of dance challenges. It's not necessary for you to do any of that. The push-up challenges, yeah. (laughs) Right, like none of that. However, if what I would say is if your goal is to say, I don't know, increase your following on a platform Mm. so that if you were a dancer who is looking to maybe have a competitive edge when you're on castings and things like that to say on social platforms I have these followings or whatever um, or to have a certain level of influencer factor that may be considered when getting booked for something that is related to a campaign not necessarily a tour or anything like that um, then maybe I would say get on TikTok now and try to build your following because it's a newer platform it's easier to scare your following on TikTok than it is to Instagram right now just because Instagram is relatively saturated and like the only way to scale on Instagram at this point is to go viral yeah um (laughs) so not the only way but like the only way to do it quickly right whereas TikTok you can scale your following quickly because it's a new platform and it's not saturated True, true so if you're thinking in terms of like building um a level of a community following and influence which is not the word I really want to use there but for lack of a better word, um, to be able to be beneficial for you, great, TikTok. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're talking about doing your own thing versus uh, riding the wave of what's popular in dance in general, as a general, like as who you are as a dancer, Mm -hmm. I, I believe that at the end of the day, you have to do a little bit of both. Right. So at the end of the day, things are always evolving, always changing. The dance industry has 
been evolving and changing for quite some time. Yep. And I think at the other end of the day, you have to be in tune mm-hmm. with what's popular and trends and all of those things. Be in tune with them. Be aware of them. Um, be able to float in spaces that incorporate them. True. But at the end of the day, you you shouldn't be doing anything that doesn't serve you or doesn't serve your quote unquote brand or who you are as an answer, right? Right. In 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 terms of if you're thinking about what's guiding your training or what's guiding your all of these things, um yes, you could be in like all the popular classes that you know use all these moves that are just all new trendy things mm-hmm. but also really look at like what gets what's actually on industry jobs and what gets people booked and at the end of the day right. it's typically dancers who have strong foundations in certain styles whether it's street dress or hip-hop it's people who have their own personality it's people who um, can stand out but also dance in a group right there's there's right. multiple layers to it so like yes you can hop around and do all the latest social dances great but like can you do everything else that will help you be successful on a job right first of all book a job and second of all be successful on the job once you book the job so therefore you can book more jobs True. right so yeah I personally believe it's a balance because there are the trends and all of those things are going to always be incorporated to some extent somewhere. Right. Um, But you also can't lose sight of what it is that you're trying to do, what your goals are, who you are as a dancer, and then like what is necessary to be successful, um, you know, over time and not just necessarily in one moment in time. That's true. Um, That uh, it's a trend. It's it's a fad. It's not necessarily gonna always be around and I guess too the moral of that story is to just be yourself and I feel like people like can kind of see through like phoniness if you're just like I'm just here taking this class or I'm just posting this just because or you know what I mean I feel like there's a certain like level that is just like all right let's not kiss ass here you know like let's just be yourself type of thing or if it's like a situation like that I guess um ideally it's important to just kind of be yourself in all and also the thing is too, what with like, especially with social media for me in, in the dance and people showcasing themselves or whatever, I think also a lot of people are losing sight of, you know, what's important as a dancer and like, yes, you need Instagram. Yes, you need the visual resume. Yes, some you need to create content that showcases you as a dancer the same way you know, 10 years ago, people yeah. only had reels and, you know, was and had put their reels together. Yes, we still have reels, but sometimes now, right, it might be a concept video or something else. All these individual things that you can use now, people can create things on their own without certain experiences they don't have access to to build that reel or build content right. to showcase their dancing. You need all of that, but you also like need to still do like the work to be good and to and to you know achieve the goals that you want to achieve you still have to do the work and not necessarily just focus on making content or not or not just focus on like having all these class videos because at the end of the day like there are so many instagrams where there people post a hd quality video of them in class 
like every single day or every week you're like write all these class videos and like to be honest they don't look their best right. in all those videos so if Instagram's going to be your visual resume why would you post like things that are not going to be the best representation right. of you um you know just for the sake of right. having content right just for the sake of putting something up there because at the end of the day like classes to learn it to train so in theory you should be semi-chopped and half the classes you're taking right or chopped yes. or completely chopped because then you're not growing if you're killing it in every single class you take and you can like just murder every single time and murder on the camera then like for 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 you to be comfortable to put it up then it means you're not pushing your training true, far true. enough right so Very true with that being and with that being said some people think that all of their class videos look great but they don't and that's not me being shady that's me literally being like this is it's okay that you weren't the best you don't have the best representation of yourself in class because exactly. that's what class is for point blank period like classes for not looking your best classes for learning pushing growing taking risks falling busting your ass and all those great things so it's not necessary to post that true all the time um and so that's where for me people also lose like it's like i have a brand and i'm branding and i like have all this content on instagram and it's like but is it the right content and does this need to be on here and then do you need to be focusing on getting the video in class versus like getting what it is you're supposed to get in class or are you filming yourself to learn and get better? Are you filming yourself just to film yourself to put it on Instagram? Are you purposely choosing certain to take certain classes just to be, mm. just to have mm. content for Instagram? Because like at that point, it's just like the, you're yeah. a little lost in in what should matter. Very true. Um, Very true. Yeah. So, so there's definitely dancers out yeah. there that are doing it kind of wrong in terms of of, or even just unaware of the fact that it's misrepresentation or poor representation of themselves in terms of like you just said like are you just taking class just to be like okay I gotta you know and going to class is important in terms of an outfit or something or being aware we all go to class for different reasons if you're working on like okay let me get my my stage presence ready or whatever the case may be but in terms of posting things we all have that choice in terms of like is this going on the gram is it not and there are definitely dancers out there that are like right okay let's yeah everything let's just yeah. On the ground. Everything. It's just confetti of just I just post everything. Yeah. So everything. And then and then the other piece of it, right, is because people are getting access to all these HD quality video, they're like, oh, it's HD, it's quality, it looks great. Does it? But like <laughs> that's not all that right, exactly. Does it? And that's not all that matters. And then the the other piece of it is because you have teachers who are using that as a marketing tool Mm -hmm. for themselves and again it's kind of a similar formula or thought process as right as the marketers who are casting people or casting agents who are casting people you know because they have followers for that extra distribution Mm -hmm. of eyeballs well like if a teacher has a hundred people in class and 
and they do all these groups and everyone gets a high quality video and everyone Mm. posts the video that is now more eyeballs and promotion for said person's class right um what it doesn't matter you know what these people look like or not either way because they posted it that's just more you know exposure for the teacher themselves and i'm not saying that that's a every teacher's objective or anything like that but it's a byproduct of that kind of approach when you have classes like that right um where you have classes where there's a camera and it's not necessarily just like three select groups or four select groups or whatever maybe in the class it's like nah everybody in this class got recorded yeah great they're being recorded with the and being provided the footage and whether they post it, they post it or, or don't, they don't. But either way, the byproduct is the fact that, like, you now have 40 people with a video up mm-hmm. from one class. So, therefore, you have additional exposure um, for that class and for that teacher. Um, so, I think also, too, right, the access to high-quality video and videography and all that stuff is is also fueling some of that and people are looking at it and being like yeah well the video looks great and it's quality and you could see me clearly in the group and all these things but again still not thinking about you know but was this your best dancing right like it's every and are you doing your best dancing in every single class or not even your best it's not that it has to be perfect but it's just again is this a good represent? Is this something that you want to represent you like right. this one class? And like, real realistically, like every class just doesn't need to go up on the ground, right. right? Like it just just because you have a high quality video of it doesn't need very, to very go true. up. Um, I hope everyone's listening to this. Whoever's yeah. tuning in, assess. And and some teachers are not, and some teachers are not telling students, right? Like I, there are classes that I take where. The teacher will say, everybody take your phones out to record it, but don't post it because y'all look crazy. <laughs> like, record yeah. it for yourself so you can watch yourself so you can go home yeah. and you can practice. And if you do post it, <laughs> don't tag me. I'm not associated <laughs> with this. This teacher, this teacher knows who they are. If they heard this, they'd be like, that's me. Um, right. Like, talking about you doing my choreo. No, that's not the stuff. You're not doing Five, my six, choreo. Five, six, seven, nine. No. Um, but... <laughs> But right, it's like record yourself, watch it, grow, learn, and if it's good, feel free to right. put it on the ground. But it's just like everything yeah. doesn't need to be yeah. on the ground. Like yeah, everybody's like everything. Like you don't have you to, don't do, it have to do it for the ground. For the ground, some things, yeah, you got to do for the ground, but not no. everything. Not everything. Is everything exactly so that's how i feel even though i make the my money from <laughs> but that's all, a little different that's okay no I right yeah yeah but but it's but the irony of it is the fact that i'm the person that fence to be honest like i under post like i probably don't post not probably let's not say probably <laughs> i do not post as much okay. as i should post um being both of my professions um and all of those good things. And the gag of it all is I have so much content, like in terms of quality and like whether it's photos or the videos, I have yeah. so much, but I just be over it. I'm like, yeah. I'm, over this. But, oh. I'm over this. I was like, I do this all the time. I look at this stuff all the time. I have to talk to people about it all the time. 
and now I'm over it and I don't want to post anything. And good yeah. night. I was going to say, that kind of leads <laughs> into sad. my, I only have like two more questions for you. That kind of leads though into my, le- um, my next question in regards to like, how, how do you feel in terms of for yourself, like Chantel, how do you want to be perceived in regards to your Instagram? And like you just said, you feel like you, you're not, you feel, you said I under post. So you, you're in terms of your content. So yeah, how, Hands down, I could tell you I've posted maybe like three times this whole year. We're a quarter in. Three posts? Let's see. Yes, I've, I've posted three times. So that's an average one post per well. month. What I'm saying though is I think that like, although like my Instagram, I would say is probably important for dance and also probably important for um, my consultant work and like mm-hmm. entrepreneurial work. Um, in theory, how I would like my um, online presence to be set up specifically with social. Um, it's set up in other spaces like this, but specifically with social is being a, um, a more holistic balanced portrayal of who mm. I am so that when people come to the, my page that they can get, um, both aspects of what I do or what I'm capable of. Um, and like from the dancing standpoint, I mean, like, you're at this point for me my look is my look right yes. like my look is my look my clothing style is my clothing style so like I think you're gonna get that through photos and whatever videos right. and things like that like regardless whether I'm posting a photo talking about marketing or consulting versus whether I'm talking about it about dance right. like you're gonna get that um but yeah so for me I would want to just be perceived as just more of a holistic like I'm this person who is um uniquely working in these two different spaces that are somewhat related but not related um and you know as a dancer I, I'm my my goal and I don't I'm not sure that I'm there yet or I'm not sure that I'm there yet with projecting it outwardly but my goal is to um just be branded as a versatile dancer and, and having a certain right. level of versatility um look wise I mean like the whole other like three adjective thing like I I don't know I don't know where I'm at with that I'm not even gonna hold you there's actually a lot of things from a dancing perspective that I haven't even figured out for myself welcome to the newbie game and I know what those things are and I'm aware of them I just haven't figured them out yet um and working through them um so like the whole three adjectives I'm not even sure on that but I know from a stylistic standpoint I want to be viewed as a versatile dancer who can play in a couple of different spaces right um like I I definitely would never be only like the sexy dancer um that's not my lane um right um (laughs) or is it right but like it's not I already know me it's not my lane it's not my lane like solely like you wouldn't I wouldn't if when people are like we need someone who's like super sexy super sensual like when you think like a casing right like I'm I'm not that like I'm not gonna that's not gonna be the go-to um the goal is to be able to do it and the goal is to be able to do it well enough so that if you gotta hop in there and do it you do it but I like that's not that wouldn't be the first thought like you wouldn't do can that wouldn't be the direct connector right um for me and again like I said I'm I know what I am not but I feel like I'm still Which figuring out what I good. am. And the only, yeah. 
Right. And the only thing I have figured out is that like versatility is a big piece of like my brand as a dancer that I want to people to get a read on and also something that I'm physically Mm. working on within my actual skill and ability so that that can just automatically you know be visible when I'm dancing right right? like when I am executing choreography or when I am in different classes or when I am creating you know videos um to showcase me dancing on my own or with another or with another person or whatever may have you um so that's the other piece too right whatever your brand is or whatever you want that to be, you have to actually put that into practice. Like it For has to exist sure. in, re- in, in real life, right? Like it can't, you can't just be like, I'm, I'm the tomboy dancer that like, when it's time for you to execute someone's choreo, that personality right. doesn't come out. Um, so that's the other piece too, with, with Instagram and visual resumes and, and photos and all that stuff. People also need to be very aware that like what you put on there needs to match up once you get in front of somebody in person right and they ask you to do something like and then they're gonna be like wait I thought you were this person based on this like these photos or this content or the way you talked about yourself but (laughs) I just put you yeah but I just put you in the situation and now like it's yeah, not matching or you can't up. deliver yeah um so so or you can't deliver right so uh, and that goes to the larger conversation of right like being focused on you know the dancing as well as the branding because they go hand in hand like you have to put things into sure. practice um and you have to put things into practice just beyond your look or just beyond like you know your your what you wear or how you speak or whatever like what is your skill how are you executing how are you bringing that to life in a room um and how is that all meshing together and and matching up oh that's you're speaking many truths and it's definitely a good reminder for myself even like now i feel like when we when we finish this i'm about to go on my instagram clear some stuff out you know and uh (laughs) right and that's the other thing too like right your your brand can evolve like you evolve as a person you get older you have different experiences so like you can move accordingly i also feel like people don't have to feel like they have to be stuck into like one thing or one box or whatever um yeah but as you evolve and change just make sure you update that headshot I guess or you or you start showcasing some of the other stuff that you want to be showcasing and as long as like you said it's something that's it's a you can do it in person like and it's it's consistent in terms of your growth for where you are as a person as a dancer whatever the case may be as long as that is like hand in hand then I think that's a pretty good good uh happy medium right there um, my last question for you, Chantel, actually is, um, so IG, right. Has this algorithm, right. There's like a quote unquote formula yeah. to be seen. That is a real thing. Is it not? I just need to know. An algorithm okay. is a real thing. Um, yes, okay. yes, that is a thing. Facebook and Instagram both function off of algorithms. Most social platforms do, um, 
so yeah, I mean, and it's a thing. It, that's why there's strategy to how people pose, what they pose, what time they pose, the kinds of mm. features they use. Um, that matters because it then determines, like, right, how much content, how much um, your content is going to be delivered mm-hmm. to people, right? Like, if you really think about, if you really look at a post, like, let's say you post, you know, tonight, and you're like, okay, you look at the analytics, and you're like, okay, there were only four thousand impressions. I would feel on so this cool. Post. But like. <laughs> Well, right, me too, because I don't get that many. Um, but let's say for someone who has like 15,000 followers, there were 4,000 impressions on the post. Well, and let's say that there was a reach of like 3,000. And I'm going to explain the difference. The difference between reach and impressions. Impressions equal, um, I like the number of times something mm-hmm. has been seen. And reach is the like uh, one unique person has seen it. So like Carly, you could see Mm -hmm. my post and that's one person reached. But if you saw my post two times, then it's two impressions. Okay. Sounds like math. No. (laughs) So in theory, you're (laughs) right. So like your reach is always going to be lower than your impressions because like sometimes somebody might have gone to your post or seen it like two or three times. Right. So like Ah, reach. Yeah, that makes sense. Like to me, well, depending on why you're posting something, but like reach is an important metric because it's like when you're thinking about the algorithm per se, reach is an important metric because it's like, okay, how many like how many people did my post reach? Because that's what the algorithm Mm -hmm. determines, right? Like the algorithm will determine how many people saw something or how many views something gets, right? So if you have 15,000 followers, a lot of times somebody with 15,000 followers will post something and the reach will only be Mm -hmm. 4,000 or 5,000 people. And so one, that's how you know there's an algorithm because one, in, in a perfect world, if I have 15,000 followers, every time I post something, all 15,000 should see right. it. Or like at least a large majority of those people should see it. But with these platforms, like content delivery is limited based on multiple factors. Like there's, we can't, it would take us like over an hour just to talk about the different aspects oh, wow. of an Instagram algorithm. But there's multiple factors that determines whether a piece of content mm. gets delivered. So at the end of the day, right, if 5,000 people out of 15,000 people is only a third of your mm-hmm. audience saw this piece of content and there's different factors that play into why that happens. So it's a real thing. It's a reason why people like really, especially people who rely on Instagram for making money, people who are Instagram like influencers per se or whatever mm-hmm. social media influencers, they analytics are very important to them and understanding the types of content that their followers like is on is important to them and understanding you know things that help boost the algorithm and content delivery is important to them because they're they're making their money based off of like that popularity or people seeing things and all those things so there's factors that go into it like when my friends ask me they're like oh i posted this thing and i'm like oh, are people, you know, automatically commenting Mm -hmm. on it right away? 
And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I will tell them set aside an hour right now after you post to respond to Mm -hmm. all of those comments because part of the algorithm is like, or your content being delivered is like the initial engagement or engagement on the post. Like the more engagement a post gets, the more the algorithm will serve it to people because they're like, oh, this must be a good piece of content or this must be a quality piece of content because people are already engaging it with it. So it will get served more. So I tell people, I'm like, here's how you hack it. Like you reply to all these comments or at least like, like in that first hour, because the algorithm just reads engagement as engagement. The algorithm doesn't read comments from Carly um, and Michael Mm. and John versus comments that I reply back to. It's just six Ah, comments, period. Six comments is better than three comments. You're such a genius. Look at, I literally feel like I'm learning so much just from this like simple conversation. This is like amazing. (laughs) So I tell people, I'm like, when you're ready to post, make sure that you're not like somewhere about to be busy right away. Like make sure whenever you're posting, you have like at least 30 minutes to then engage with the people who are engaging with you to kind of boost that engagement factor um, so that in the beginning, so that the algorithm, you know, you kind of like- You can snatch it. You know, (laughs) improve your delivery, right? And improve the number of people who are going to see and all those things. Um, So yeah. Yeah. That's one example. example. I'm going to put this one in my pocket. I'm also going to go back and refresh my, uh, my IG, clean it up a little bit, but, uh, wow, Chantel, thank you for your insight. That kind of like wraps up our conversation. Um, I appreciate you so much for taking time to chat with me. Um, and I know we're talking about Instagram. Do you want to throw out your plug real quick? You want to, you know? say like sure (laughs) um the gram on the gram uh my handle is chantel renee 21 so it's c-h-a-n-t-e-l-r-e-n-e-e amazing 21 it's but it's It's great it's you i'm assuming your middle name is renee that's beautiful there you go exactly exactly i i more did that so it would be harder for like work you know uh, yeah, work people not to find you. Not work, not people you work with, but yeah. you know, just in general. Um, because when you work in other industries and people yep. are googling you, right? Um, I just like to make it a okay. little bit well, harder. And just a little <laughs> sprinkle. Just a tad. It's, it's still. I'm like, I'm like, you can just go to LinkedIn <laughs> true, first. Like, you don't true. need to go to Makes my gram first. Makes sense. Well, again, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in with me and giving us or giving, I mean, listeners and me uh, a lot of insight with marketing, with branding, understanding yourself. And, you know, definitely we're always evolving. So just keep that in mind, too, when it comes to branding. So I appreciate your I appreciate you, period. So, like, I just appreciate you and um, definitely your insight and taking time to chat today. And um, definitely a dance do. And uh, next time I'll be bringing in a special guest dancer and teacher to talk about another dance do, which is dancing and heels. Really, really good topic. So you don't want to miss out on that. So make sure to tune into my podcast, One Woman Gig. Thanks, guys. Peace out.